This episode is made possible by PwC. Businesses today face countless risks that could come from almost anywhere. Now you can stay ahead of the game with our risk management products and proactively manage threats before they become risks. At PwC, it adds up to the new equation. Learn more at riskproducts.pwc.com. That's riskproducts.pwc.com. This is the Washington Nationals Minutecast. Hello and welcome into this edition of the Washington Nationals Minutecast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. So when you're using your podcatcher of choice, look up the Washington Nationals Minutecast and hit that follow or subscribe button. So once again, my name is Dan Holmey, host of the Washington Nationals Minutecast, also the host of Locked On Capitals. And what a crazy time for the Washington Nationals as they ponder whether or not to sign Juan Soto. Is there really any question at this point on whether to sign him? This is a team that is on the verge of losing 10 games in a row. And you're questioning whether or not to keep the biggest player on your team. This seems insanity to me. This is a team that, let's be honest... If you move on from Juan Soto, you're going to have a lot of the fan base leave this team. What are you left at that point if you don't have Juan Soto on your team? There's a lot of questions that remain to be answered. Um, If you take a look at uh, where they're at, um, that Juan Soto did, in fact, turn down his latest offer. Um, Ken Rosenthal responded and reported that Juan Soto turned down a $440 million extension. And uh, on paper, that seems like a lot of money, but that is spread out over 15 years. 15 years uh, is what the offer was for the term as far as that contract is concerned. So you take that divided by uh, 15 That is a lot of money, but if you see at what a lot of the other players are making around the league, it's not as much money as it appears. Um, Like I say, this would be the equivalent of the Washington Capitals moving on from Alex Ovechkin. I don't really think there's any other option but to keep Juan Soto on the team. It's been reported out there that, um, and if you listen to the post-game presser, that Juan Soto did not want this information leaked. So the question remains then, who leaked this information? Who was this advantageous for? This was advantageous for the Washington Nationals. Um, It's just kind of a showing of faith that, yes, we are, in fact, actively pursuing Juan Soto. We offered him this huge dollar figure. Now, looking at it, $440 million on its face is a lot of money. But we are talking about a generational franchise player in the form of Juan Soto. If you get rid of Juan Soto right now, this team is going to lack its identity. This is going to to hit really hard because this is a Nationals team that did something similar to Bryce Harper a few years ago, a franchise player back then. Why did they move on from Bryce Harper? Because the thought out there was... 
that we have Juan Soto and we have um, these other players in the pipeline. And they decided to move on from Harper. So they were all in on Juan Soto staying here. So now what's the issue is that, you know, Scott Boris is his agent and he's not one to take a first offer here or there. He wants the most for his player. Listen, they have the rights um, to Juan Soto for the next couple of years. And uh, how does this all tie in together? Is that this is a team that the learners want to sell. You want to sell um, your team with the biggest player getting traded away. Is that what is that what's in the best interest of the Washington Nationals? Absolutely not. If I was selling a team, I would want to have the player on the team um, that is generating the most money, the most buzz, the franchise player on the team. He is the biggest chip um, for selling this team. If the learners, in fact, want to go ahead and sell this team, it would be in their best interest to keep Juan Soto on the team. It's in the Washington Nationals' best interest to keep Juan Soto on the team, to keep the butts in the seats, as if you will. Um, this is a team right now, as we go into the All-Star break here, headed into it, that has the worst record in... This episode is made possible by PwC. Businesses today face countless risks that could come from almost anywhere. Now, you can stay ahead of the game with our risk management products and proactively manage threats before they become risks. At PwC, it adds up to the new equation. Learn more at riskproducts.pwc.com. That's riskproducts.pwc.com. Major League Baseball. Do we really want to compound that by getting rid of the biggest player on your team. We already went through this with, like I said, with Harper years ago. We don't want to go through this again. It's I don't really think there's any other choice but then to keep him on the team. So in The Athletic, they write, Soto's next contract will be a record-shattering, sports-changing one that is expected to start with a five, not a four. Yes, that is hundreds of millions we are talking here. He is coming to challenge Garrett Cole's $36 million average uh, value and Mike Trout's $35.5 million. So that's what I'm talking about. On its face, that offer that the Nationals made public seems like a lot of money. What they're trying to say is, you know, we did what we can do and Juan Soto decided to move on from the contract. But what they're not expecting is if you have a calculator and you can take that whole figure and divide it by 15, it's not as much as it appears on its face. It's worth noting that the $440 million Soto turned down would have eclipsed in total dollars the 12-year $426.5 million contract Trout signed with the Angels in March 2019, and that Bryce Harper, who had the same agent as Soto and Soto and Scott Boris. Scott Boris is really not helping the case for the Washington Nationals, I gotta say. Good for the client, but not for the team. Signed a deal for more than a hundred million less um, for 13 free agent years in Philadelphia heading into the 2019 season. Soto has two more years under the control, meaning a 15-year extension would include 13 free agent seasons. And these deals are just getting crazy, if you ask me. 15 years. And I know that that's what they like to do. They like to lock these young players up for a lengthy period of time. But 15 years, there's a lot of things that could happen in Juan Soto's career. You know, I think it would be best to go in, offer him a five-year deal, give him that, you know, pretty much hand Juan Soto the checkbook, fill it out. 
tell me how much you think you need. Let's make this happen. But let's get it for term. I mean, I know that, you know, we're kind of at the mercy of these players and their agents, but 15 years, Juan Soto could potentially be a much different player in 15 years. Do you sometimes leave the money on the table when you sign a deal that long? Yes, it's a trade-off for security. If that's what Soto's primary concern right now, these negotiations would have gone better. Barring an ownership change in D.C., that brings a new regime as willing as the Mets' Steve Cohen to uh, cackle at each and every new level of luxury tax imposed. So the Washington Capitals, unless they have someone up their sleeve like Jeff Bezos or some big owner um, that has just uh, a huge amount of money say elon musk comes in and buys this team that just can you know give him 500 million dollars or whatever he wants then i think it's putting the washington nationals in a tough spot but what we don't want to do is to put the pressure on juan soto in this situation and make him look like the bad guy because let's face it there's a lot of things that juan soto has to answer this is a team with the worst record in major league baseball Does he really want to sign up for 15 years of playing on a team that's headed south? You know, is this going to be the new Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Pirates of the Major League Baseball? I wouldn't want to, no matter how much money they were paying me, go to a team like, say, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates and uh, just play on a poor team. A perennial loser every year. You know, it's, you know, to a certain extent, it's about money, but it's also about... Uh, playing on a winning team. I think that Juan Soto wants to play on a winning team, and I think that he wants to get paid what he's deserved. Why shouldn't he? Um, there's just, you know, it, this is so crazy to me that, you know, we're kind of just balking at the fact, you know, is he going to stay or is he not going to stay? If you ask me, you got to be all in on Juan Soto. Make it happen, learners. Make it happen, Rizzo. Let's give this guy his money. Let's turn this team around. You know, you could get all the draft picks and you could get all the prospects in the world. Um, but that's many years out. I don't think this Washington, D.C. fan base has um, the appetite to want in the wilderness for that many years struggling to find its identity if this is any sign of how things are going to go for the capitals if they ever face a rebuild it's going to be tough so my takeaway from this is the washington nationals need to do whatever they have to do to keep juan soto on this team all right once again thank you for joining me on this edition of the washington nationals minute cast and i'll talk to you again next time